In our first bulletin, ESCOM CEO challenges his suspension in the Labour Court and Rose University students held on a memorandum over to their Vice-Chancellor. Good morning for SABC News on TRFM at 6. I'm Amanda Ndlovo. ESCOM remains in the spotlight today with several issues unresolved. The case in which the utility CEO, Teddy Somadona, is challenging his suspension will be held in the Labour Court in Johannesburg today. Meanwhile, there's no word yet on whether ESCOM's board has voted on the future of chairperson Zola Tozi. A meeting was believed to be in progress yesterday. Public Enterprises Minister Lynn Brown says by law she can act only on the recommendations of the board. The board must take a resolution and the resolution must be sent formally to the minister and the minister then applies his or her mind and take a decision. So that's where we are. So we're in that last phase. I have not been formally told by the board. Am I worried? I'm very worried because ESCOM is a strategic asset. All of our lives depend on it. The economy depends on it. Cooperative Governance Minister Praveen Gordon has since the launch of the Back to Basis strategy for local government, there's been an improvement in governance, service delivery and community engagement. He says about 59 municipalities and municipal entities received disclaimed audit opinions in the last audit outcomes in the 2013-2012 financial year. Gordon says this must be a determination to get, of, to get rid of all disclaimers on audit reports. We also know that there are some amongst us, generally in South Africa, in whose interest it is to be disruptive, in whose interest it is not to have decent, normal, smooth governance, in whose interest it is to create a political climate which will benefit them in the short term, but affect all of us negatively in in the long term. Rhodes University students led by the SRC in Grahamstown have delivered a memorandum to the Vice-Chancellor and Management. Their demands include considering changing the name of the institution, arguing that Cecil John Rhodes, after whom the university is named, stands for racism, plundering white supremacy and colonialism. This follows ongoing protests by some students at the University of Cape Town demanding the removal of the statue of Rhodes from the university. The Rhodes Council will look at the submitted memorandum. Vice-Chancellor Sizo Mabiza as the students have raised pertinent questions. I really appreciate they are raising important and uncomfortable issues. That's what the university is about, raising important and uncomfortable spaces. And for me, what is happening at UCT and, and, and Rhodes, something that should happen right across the country and in every institution of higher learning. We must create avenues to engage in what one can call courageous conversation. We as a nation are not engaging in those courageous conversations. Meanwhile, Road SRC Chairperson Sianda Makubo says there are deeper structural issues at the university. And also we're speaking about curriculum change, the fact that our curriculum needs to speak to our past, it needs to speak to our present, and it needs to speak to our future aspirations as a country. The fact that we're not learning about the likes of Steve Biko in sociology, for instance, or the fact that we're not learning about Oliver Tambo in politics is a major problem um, for students. So things such as institutional culture, curriculum change, gender transformation, and the name were brought up. The fact that Cecil John Rhodes speaks to genocide, speaks to um, white supremacy, speaks to white privilege, and speaks to racism were brought up. And obviously, as the SRC, we've taken a neutral stance in this regard, in that we say that we cannot say, yes, the name should change or no, or no the, name, uh, the name should not change. But we say that conversations should be open. 
Two of the four suspects arrested in connection with the armed robbery of SABC television journalists are to apply for bail in the Johannesburg Magistrate Court today. Contributing editor William Vogoffer and editor Sophie Mogwena and senior reporter Griselda Lewis were robbed of their cell phones and laptops while preparing for a live crossing near the Mill Park Hospital earlier this month. Parts of the robbery were captured live on camera and went viral on social media. We Sani Makubela reports. Only two of the four accused, Pascal Manuel from Mozambique and Modin Modin from Bangladesh, will make an application to be released on bail. Manuel has opted for legal aid, while Modin chose to appoint his own lawyer. The two allegedly bought some of the stolen goods from their co-accused, Alfred Tongameli and Clement Mnube from Zimbabwe, who have been positively linked to the crime. Tongameli and Mnube have already told the court that they will not apply for bail because they are illegal immigrants. The state says it will oppose bail for the accused. All four men have been charged with robbery with aggravated circumstances as well as possession of an unlicensed firearm. Wisani Makubele, SABC News, Johannesburg. And finally, the remains of the late MK operative Tabanga Bokolane will today arrive in his hometown of Port Elizabeth. Bokolane joined the ANC's military wing Umkondo Siso in 1977 when he was 18 years old. He died in a raid by the apartheid special forces on NK House in Matola in Mozambique in January 1981. Bokolane was one of about 12 ANC cadres who perished in the raid. He was buried at the Langwen Cemetery on the outskirts of Maputo. Bokolane's remains will be reburied on April 11 at Port Elizabeth. Recapping on our top story at 6, ESCOM remains in the spotlight today with several issues and